Bible app uh, on your phone. Um, it's from Psalm 84. I haven't prepared any of this, just kind of like, this is what um, just really stood out to me. And I kind of think it almost carries on from something Chris was talking about this morning. And uh, Chris was talking about um, anxiety and the, the cure for anxiety being knowing God and knowing who he is. And part of that is about being in his presence. So it starts, and Tom, I think we've got it, haven't we? Psalm 84, and this is the NIV version. It says, How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young. He's talking about that, that longing there. Everything longs for a home. Everything in creation has its place. And sometimes I feel like as, as people, we're, we're just kind of like stuck. And you see the world, and you see the mess that the world's in, and it's looking for a home, and people are looking for a place they belong, and somewhere they're safe, and they can call home. A place near your altar, Lord Almighty, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house. They're ever praising you, they're ever praising you. And do you know what it says? I, I love that word where it says they, they dwell. Okay, and it, that means they live in and they're spending time there and their home is there and that's where they're rooted. And the psalmist says, blessed basically are people who are rooted in your house. Blessed are people who make their home in your house. Blessed, blessed are people who make your house the center of their lives. I want to say as well that it's true also that blessed are those who make the center of their lives your house, God. Okay, when we talk about the church as being the house of God, when I was a kid, I used to think that it kind of literally meant that God lived here, inside the walls. This was the church, and this was where we lived. But the church is us. The church is the people. church is the kingdom of God, the people who follow as God's family. We are the church. So if you want to make your home with us, with the people of God, then the psalmist says that we're going to be blessed. Okay? We're going to be blessed if we make our home amongst the people of God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house that ever praise in you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you. Okay? That's that next verse. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. Okay, and pilgrimage is about going on a journey with God. Can we have the next verse on Tom? Verse five. Um, so blessed are those whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. Okay, who's set on going on a journey. And I don't know if you follow um, church on um, social media, on Instagram, uh, or on Facebook, or on Twitter, but one of the posts this week was about our journey. Okay. God says, blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. I don't know if your heart is set on journeying to where God wants you to be tonight. Blessed are those whose strength is in God. You know, sometimes we think that we're strong enough for all kinds of situations. 
or we like to think that we are, or we have to be, or if we're not strong, then that's a massive failing. But actually God says that we're blessed if we rely on him for our strength. As we go on this journey, it continues in verse 6. It says, as they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. And that talks about the journey that we make. If we are carrying the presence of God, if we are making the center of our lives the place where God dwells, Okay, then as we journey through life, okay, we're going to bring life. Okay, springs, okay, these waters that come up, they bring life. Okay, when you look at any kind of major city or you look at towns and things, if you've ever studied geography, they spring up where water springs up or water flows. Okay, do we want to be a people who bring Water, we make the places we journey through a place of springs where pools spring up. Do we want to be a people that go from strength to strength until we get to the end of that journey and we get to be with God? The psalmist goes on to say, Hear my prayer, Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, God of Jacob. Look on our shield, O God. Look with favor on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. I'd rather be somebody who stands by the door and just is on the edge, God, of your house than have everything and be right in the center and the luxury of the wicked, of the people who go away from what you want, God. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Maybe we get to that part of the psalm and we look into ourselves and like, I'm not one of those blameless ones. I mess up. I do things wrong, I have bad thoughts in my heart, I end up messed up in stuff that I know you don't want for me, God. But you know what? Because of the one who is our shield, the anointed one, Jesus, who died in our place because of his grace, actually, because he takes away all those sins, he takes away all those things. When God looks at us, we've accepted the sacrifice that Jesus makes, then we are the blameless ones. We are the ones whose walk is blameless. So what does God say about us then? He says he's our son and our shield. He bestows favor and honor. And he doesn't withhold any good thing. Lord Almighty, blessed is the one who trusts in you. I don't know about you, but I want to be one who trusts in God. I want to live a life that is blessed. Okay? It is so easy to want to live a life in this world that, that matches up to what other people think, that, that matches up to other people's expectations. It's so tempting to try and live a life that makes us look amazing to other people. 
But actually, I want to live a life that's blessed. I want to live a life that where God says, yes, this is for you. This is right for you. I want to live a life where I can experience the fullness of what God has promised us. The key to all that, the key to all that, is what it said at the start. It's about the people who dwell, the people who make their home in God's presence. Are we going to be a people tonight who make our home in the presence of God? Are we going to be a people that learn to shut off all the things that distract us, all the things that whiz around? And are we going to be a people who actually say, do you know what, I want to be right in the middle of where God is. I want to be sat, sat down at his feet. I want to be listening to what he's saying to me. I don't want to hear what the world says about me. I want to hear what my father God says about me. Chris talked about fatherhood, the fact that God is a father and God is the father. And whether we've got a great um, example of what a dad is, or whether we've got a rubbish example of, a dad, of what a dad is, or whether we've got no example of what a dad is, God says, I am your father tonight. God says, he is your dad. God says, he looks out for you and he looks on you as his child and he loves you. I want to be in a place where that's what I remember all the time. I want to be in a place where I know how much God loves me and because of that, I can step out and do the things that he's calling me to do. I want to be a person who doesn't rely on my own strengths, who doesn't choose on what to do because I think I'm good at it or bad at it. I want to be a person who does things because God calls me to do it and a person who's confident that I'll be able to do it because God is calling me to it and he's going to be strong when I'm weak.